WWTI students would like to remind you that this show is not for the faint of heart, easily offended, or bitchy as bitches. If you have a stick up your ass, listen to something else. But if you're messed up in the head like the rest of us, enjoy the show. Welcome to the We Won the Internet podcast, pre-recorded in a doomsday bunker somewhere in the Pacific Northwest. We strive to half-assedly bring you weird news, scary stories, and anything we find interesting on the web. So please welcome your hosts, Logan Marks and Sam Baxter. Hello, everyone. Hope you're all doing well. It's uh, March 4th, 2021, and you're deep in the bunker with your two favorite idiots. How you been, Sammy? Man, just... You know, I was just flipping around HBO the other night, mm. and you know... You know, there's not a ton of like Mexican actors, you know. So whenever they're on, I, I tend to watch them. You know, just kind of give a little bit of yeah. love, yeah, a little support. Yeah, but uh, you know, remember Paul Rodriguez, right? Paul Rodriguez has always been, uh, you know, this comedian that's been around since the '80s, '90s. Right? He's, he's had some supporting roles. Yeah, that were funny. I, born in East LA and stuff. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do remember him in East LA. I remember I I used to watch some of his stand up, and it was good. It was it was okay. Like he was it wasn't like the the best, but he you know he, he was yeah he held sometimes. his own. He got specials. You know he was yeah. good enough to get his own specials. Yeah. So so I saw him in a movie. You know I hadn't really seen him in anything in a while, but there was a movie on oh, yeah. on HBO. It was called Chateau Vato. You know. <laughs> So, oh, that sounds that sounds man, awesome. you know, it's, <laughs> so just a little the little fast synopsis on IMDb is a working class family moves into a mansion after s- discovering the deaths of its wealthy owner. Mistaken identity and rags to riches comedy of errors ensue. All right, so that sounds like a all right, sounds like an original story, right? So I was like, yeah. I was like watching a little bit of it, and man, it felt like it was shot on like a VHS like type type quality <laughs> eight millimeter. And I was like, man, yeah. I'm like okay. Then, then, then the you know the pessimistic me you know that happens to a lot of the Mexican actors that are leads. I was like, all right, this is, sounds about right. You know, this, this is all they're giving yeah. him. They give him a budget of like two grand and fucking make it work, right? And so I was like, okay. So I just kind of looked it up on IMDb, and it's seven point mm-hmm. five rating. Well, that's pretty. Good. I know it is, but I mean, remember the show we talked about last week? Remember King of Queens? Uh, we were talking about yeah, Kevin. Jean- yeah. That's seven point two or seven point three. Let, let me check. Let me check here. Uh, okay. 7.5. But it <laughs> Where's the review? And at? there is no reviews for Chateau Vato. <laughs> it's like, it's like, I don't, yeah, I don't see anything. How does it get? I don't know how we got that many, how we so high. It doesn't make sense. Well, it's, well, it's somebody ranked it. There's like, there's 19, there's 19 reviews, yeah, no, but there's no like written reviews. No, 19 ratings, I think, right? Yeah, just re, uh, rank, somebody ranked it. 19 yeah, yeah. But nobody put any reviews, no reviews on there, on so I don't know how it's Chateau Vato. So I, I saw so, I saw a little bit of it, and I was like, man, this is like this is not. I don't know. I I usually try and give things a chance, but it, you know, it was one of those where he's he's you know he just does like landscaping, and he's fighting with Hondurans, yeah. you know, for like for. I was like, man, why you got to fight with other Latinos to you know get this small piece of the pie? <laughs> I was like, fuck. Like I'm not watching this, but like I said, I seen his rating. It's like. It's bullshit. It looks like, yeah, it looks like like he, his friends and like his mom. Yeah, just put ratings. They did. There. Give it eight. Give it at least eight. <laughs> the, let's not make it seem like, too ridiculous like, with ten. So let's put eights. You know, because he he was actually a decent sized star in like the nineties. So I would think you know yeah. people would still kind of watch what he what he produces. I put or what he what he's in. Nah, well, does he really been anything lately? And that's what I started thinking about. Like, what has Paul Rodriguez done lately? 
the only the only thing that I've ever ever remember him really remember him in was uh, born in East. Yeah, but he was funny in that. And he didn't even speak in English. But he remember would, that? He, yeah, he didn't even speak English. <laughs> it was, it was <laughs> funny. <laughs> he only had like like the whole. I think he only had like maybe like thirty seconds. He, he might have. Yeah, yeah. That was that was funny. That was that was good. But you look at some of his list, you know, things. Uh, do you have IMDb pulled up there? Yeah. yeah. Look look at some of the stuff he did in twenty. He did three movies in twenty twenty. Well, one of them was a short. Or three, you know, mm. four of them. Revelation. Then another one called Cholo Zombies. So. <laughs> Oh, that sounds yeah. interesting. <laughs> yeah. Cholo zombies. Yeah, there's not enough zombie stuff around, is there? <laughs> so look up that one. Okay. That one. <laughs> so looking at that guy. <laughs> it's like, well, that one's got... That one has the same issue. It's got 7.0 out of 10. This one looks worse. there is no ratings. Oh, wait, wait, wait. There's This one actually has a rating? rating on it. Oh, really? The two reviews, and it's only, it's only two... Actual written reviews on here. Two written reviews for Cholo Zombies? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Streaming Cholo Zombies and really liked it. Great music, fun cameos, and silly Cholo Zombie humor. Sit down with a Cholo and enjoy. <laughs> cholo said wrestling and enjoy. Oh, man. <laughs> man, that's good stuff, man. <laughs> I kind of want to see it, but like I'm looking on here. There's no place to watch it, though. It's not on any oh, streaming. Yeah, maybe it's. There's no streaming on here. Nothing. Well, you can't. Even... Amazon always has somewhere to buy, right? To to record it, or to watch. Yeah. Let me, well, let me check Amazon here. Amazon never lets you down. Shit, it's not even on Amazon. Cholo <laughs> 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 zombies, man. You can't even buy it. <laughs> you can't even like. You can't even spend the like eighteen ninety nine to like rent a movie. <laughs> I know a ridiculous price. I don't know if it'd be worth. I don't know if it'd be worth that much. So no, fuck it, no, though. no movie is to, to own it. I'm not gonna pay eighteen bucks for. Well, a movie. I figure. I figure you, since you're a big old, you know, Paul Rodriguez fan. I know you'd want to. But Cholo Zombies, man, you know, take it home. And, I don't know. Yeah, get the poster. I, I should, huh? I should get the poster. This poster looks fucking shitty on Cholo Zombies. <laughs> <laughs> but I it's like they have their nephew like put something in Photoshop and he barely knows how to I do know. it. Microsoft Paint. I know. He's always just put stuff in there. It's not even that. It's like an app on your phone is what they use to do it. It's not, it's not, it's not, even, it's not even good rendering so there or anything. There's, there's, there's your poster. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Thanks, yeah, I don't know. So, I did, so, like I said, I saw that. Maybe, I don't know if I'll go back to watching um, uh, Chateau Vato. I mean, I, I don't know. I just could um, I think you got to give it a try. Think you I should? Run, think I should were watch you it? Were able to finish it? I should. I don't know. So you said you couldn't finish it? Yeah, right? I couldn't. Like I said, I watched like twenty minutes, mm-hmm. and then I was like, "Fuck!" Like, oh, you got to, you got to support. You got to do the whole thing. I know. Thing. It's, it's just like, fuck. Why are we relegated to these fucking bullshit <laughs> type of lead movies, man? It's like, God, it's it's, just, it's, it's painful, yeah. man. It's pain. It's like a train wreck, right? You know how you can't turn away, but this one I could. I could turn it off, no problem. Yeah. I was like, I was like <laughs> no, no problem, problem man. <laughs> no problem. So I had I had, I had something weird happen to me today. It, it was <laughs> okay. There's this guy at work. He's okay. There's so, there's just something about him that's off. Everybody who talks like will come up to me and they'll tell like, oh, like they don't they don't like the guy. Uh he's he makes them uncomfortable. Like and <laughs> uncomfortable. Why is he a freak? He yeah I. I don't know. Like, to me, like he's a little weird, but like I, I think he's all right. Like the other day, he just does weird things. Like the other day, he, he came up to me and he was like, "Hey, hey, hey, 
uh, Logan, come here, come here. And I was like, okay, what's going on? He's like, uh, I just wanted to tell you. And uh, before, he was like, a, he's a really big Trump fan. Okay. <clears throat> and, you know, and so he comes and tells me, and we've we've been in discussions before, mm-hmm. but he, he felt it that he needed to tell me that his neighbor, this Mexican kid that he had, his neighbor and his mother had come to the house and they were they were asking him for help because or basically they were just complaining because somebody had called the cops on the kid because he was walking down the street in their neighborhood and somebody called the cops on him. Okay. And and so he was like and he was telling me this, I was like, Oh, that's that's kinda of shitty, you know, like yeah. yeah, I mean that shit happens, Drew. And he was like, Yeah, but you know what? You know what's you know what's really sad? And I was like, oh. what? He's like, the person that called the cops on him, it was a black oh, guy. Oh, God. A black guy. <laughs> and, it, <laughs> and he was like, see, see, racism could be from anywhere. Oh, and no I was like, shit, uh, dickhead. And I was thinking, and I was like, I was like, I was like, this story doesn't make any sense. Why would they, why would these Mexican people come up to you, yeah. like, and consoling you about what happened? Yeah. First of all. Yeah, exactly. I don't. I, I basically, when he's telling me this story, and after we just done with it, I was just like, uh, you're full of shit. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> and they just came to you? Like, you're not their dad, you're not their uncle or anything? Yeah, it's just this random, yeah, this random person just comes up to us like, oh, oh, super white person, you know what happened to me? Oh. <laughs> and I was like, no, nah, uh, I don't think that's, I don't think that story's true. I never told him that. I just said, I just, I was like, well, that's horrible, man. You should, that's, that's kind of messed up that, mm-hmm. I, that somebody did that to him. So I, I went off, right? I, did, I went on my way. Mm-hmm. The, the, I just thought he was just full of shit. Do you do anything else weird or and what? One day we're, yeah, well today well today, like we I was sitting in our in the break room with one of the girls, uh was was at the table with uh with another guy, and I'm sitting in the we have this uh recliners mm-hmm. in in the break room. So I'm sitting back full back recliner, just relaxing, it's my lunch. And this guy he 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 walks in and he looks at me and he's like, Oh, you look uh, really comfortable over there. <laughs> and I was like, Yeah, I guess I am. Give me I'm a beer and I'll be more comfortable. Yeah, and I'm like, I'll, I'm fine. Yeah, I'm doing good. <laughs> and then he goes to his locker and he looks at the girl and she's eating. He's like, and he's like, well, it looks like your mouth looks really comfortable. <laughs> your mouth? <laughs> 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 so after he said that, it was fucking dead quiet in the room because everyone kind of was looking at each other like, what the yeah, fuck? Well, yeah, what say? the fuck? It didn't make sense. Yeah, I was like, what, 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 like, what is that? What does that yeah, mean? Exactly. Your mouth looks comfortable. And, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, I, and it was like quiet, and I'm just sitting there. I was like, I couldn't just let that slide. Yeah, because that was fucking hilarious. Yeah, that was that's weird. So I was like, I, I look up, and I'm yeah, it was just weird. I look up, and I was like, that's the most awkward fucking thing I've ever heard anybody say in a room in my life. Yeah, <laughs> man, that's <And> so <laughs> that's so weird. So he got, yeah, so he got so he got upset. He was like, <laughs> and then he tried to turn it on to me, like I like I'm the fucking favorite, right? <laughs> so he comes, up, he's like to me, he's like, of course you. You Logan would make that dirty. Okay, <laughs> you would make that dirty, and I'm like, look at, I'm like, what the fuck you talking about? I just said that that was awkward. Mm-hmm. I didn't say anything about it being dirty. Yeah, you know. So I'm wondering what's on your mind when you said it now. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I could, I just started laughing. I could stop laughing, and he was getting upset because you know, basically, I called him out on being a fucking pervert. Yeah. To this little girl that was sitting in the, yeah, you know, telling her that he like basically wanted like the comfort of his her yeah. mouth. <laughs> Your mouth. That's like some in porn, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> mouth looks I got comfortable something to make that mouth comfortable. <laughs> yeah, with, your mouth, with your lips around my dick, let me slide yeah. it in there. It, yeah, and then so like 
So he starts. I I know I got him really pissed mm-hmm. off because I'm laughing and he starts mocking my laugh. Oh, he's mad. He's pissed. And then he, and so like it made me laugh even more. And I was trying to tell him I was laughing. I was like. Dude, the fact that you're trying to walk my laughter tells me that I pissed you off so much. I, I bet you he that was, you have nothing to I say. I bet you he was like looking at you with, like like with grit in his teeth as he's walking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. and I just couldn't stop. And I kept laughing more. The more he did, it, I just kept laughing. Oh. And he got so upset, he like stormed out of the room, like angry. Oh, I can see that man. He's just gritting his teeth, like his all his hands are in the ball. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then they, yeah, yeah. And then slowly he he storms out, right? And the two. The two young ones were at that were at the table, and they're like, "Was that me? Was that really uncomfortable?" And I was like, "What? What I said?" And he was like, "No, what he was yeah. saying. It sounded really dirty. Yeah, it did. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like a weird." I was like, "I know," and and he was trying to put it on me. And he was like, "I know that fuck, that dude's fucking weird." And I was like, "Yeah, I know. but it that's just him. You know, that's the way he yeah. is." Yeah, older guy, you said, huh? <laughs> you say he was an older guy though. Yeah, he's like in his. Uh, late fifties, early sixties, I think. I, I remember when, like, a, like years ago, when I worked, I worked at KFC, and me and the like, I was kind of like talking to the girl at the front counter. You know, I was with her, but you know, in the back working with her. But we we're talking, and old man comes up, and this was like, you know, when they, and they used to have coffee at KFC, and he, she gives him some coffee, and he, you know, he takes a drink. He's like, "Wow, this tastes pretty snatchy." <laughs> <laughs> We <laughs> just kind of look at each other like, what the fuck? <laughs> Snatchy? Yeah. What is that? But I just, I'm like, it's got that, that pussy know, taste. You know what I'm saying? Pussy taste. That's what I was It's really yeah, tangy. I so I was like, Amanda, have you been hooking up with this guy or what? <laughs> She's like, no. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is he tasting your pussy or something? Like, what she's like, <laughs> I was like, then I started going oh, on her, shit. man. How'd you get your pussy in the, in the coffee spell? You know, how'd you, how'd you combine that? She's like, she's going, man, shut up. And I was like, <laughs> and I, was just like I couldn't believe it. I never heard that. I've never heard that again since. <laughs> I've, I've never heard anybody say snatchy. Neither have I. Like I didn't know that was a verb or, or an adjective, or, you know, like like that with the Y snatchy. I'm gonna have to start using that now. <laughs> just like out of like, it's so just was really inappropriate. It's all quiet. It's like, ooh, this is really snatchy. What do you think? This tastes snatchy. <laughs> Does this taste like snatchy? I know. No. Here, take a bite. Tell me if it tastes like snatch. <laughs> You'll gross out anybody. I think I guarantee it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, oh, okay. Like, I, that's enough, man. We need to. Yeah, we should go on. We should take a quick break. And, uh, we'll be back with shit on the internet. No more snatch. This week's sponsor is Snatchy's Organic Coffee, the only coffee that tastes like real snatch. Now you can fuel up while maintaining your organic lifestyle. It's the best of both worlds. Made from pure organic Colombian snatch juice from the purest of Colombian snatches. The taste of all that flavor will whisk you away to the hot and steamy south of the equator. Don't forget to come up for air. This month only, we are giving up the snatch for half off. Go to our website, snatchorganiccoffee.com, and finger that snatch button today. Don't be a pussy and go balls deep in our snatch organic coffee. Remember, Snatchy's Organic Coffee is the only coffee that tastes like real snatch. Order yours today. All right, everyone. Well, thanks for coming back for shit on, shit on the internet. So I got this first story here. You know, P- 
people still have to have a good time. And last week we talked about, you know, people being lost at sea. This is not as bad, but two drunk pals were left stranded on an inflatable mattress two miles out to sea. But they only panicked. Okay. This is the only time they panicked is when they ran out of beer. So, <laughs> so, so, so they're probably having a good old time yeah, until that happens. So Jackson Perry and Noah, and Noah Palmer had to be rescued after strong winds dragged them two miles off the coast of Perth, Australia. But despite facing drifting out to sea, the pair saw the funny side and said they would simply check the wind forecast next time. Uh-huh. Yeah. The two pals hopped on the inflatable mattress on Saturday along with a cool box of beers outside Palmer's Oceanside <laughs> house. And, and they planned on staying close to land. But again, like I said, the, the strong winds dragged them out with it, you know, and they couldn't fight the winds, basically. You know, the winds were too uh-huh. hard and they, they just had to go with it, right? They didn't have any paddles, right? So they just went with it. But, um,. Like you said, we couldn't paddle against the wind. We just kept going further and further out. We only aimed to be 100 meters offshore max. Before we knew it, we were out to sea. So all we knew is that Tex, which is the friend, <clears throat> it was 30, 30 uh-huh. to 40 minutes away. And we were hoping he'd find us because all of our phones were dying. And we were kind of getting worried at that point. But to make things worse. Man, they didn't took like no No, no, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> not even a fucking stick. No, no, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what's also worse is, to make things worse is the inflatable mattress had holes and began to sink. Their phones were dying and they ran out of beer. So that, that, that's, 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 that's what that's when shit got serious. Like, oh fuck, I'm out of beer. <laughs> so, so, so Palmer had to jump out every ten minutes and inflate the mattress until help arrived. <laughs> Oh, Again, man. sharks weren't the problem. Ugh. You know, drowning wasn't the problem. Undertow, yeah. none of that shit. It was, it was the beer. They didn't care about their li- their death, life or death oh, or anything. Man. Situation, just as long as there was the beer, beer went they low. Could, you know. That's what. It <laughs> well, yep, priorities. Yes, priorities. exactly. All right, so I got a story here. Uh, a Grand Lacrosse man stole a towing company truck, and then called nine one one on himself because he was upset that the trucker dared to pull a gun on. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ilya, so Ilya Scott, 22, is charged with aggravated possession of a stolen motor vehicle, a misdemeanor theft, and driving on a suspended and revoked license. So the prosecutor said police responded to the call after someone stole a flatbed tow truck operated operated by Tri-City Towing. Uh, the company's owner provided police with a GPS coordinates, and then the cops went to that location. <clears throat> and while the cops were on their way there, Elliot Scott said uh, that he... Or basically, he called 911 and said that he had stole the truck and was upset because the uh, owner pulled a gun on him. <laughs> he's trying to take back the thing I'm stealing. <laughs> yeah, he's trying to defend I himself. I don't fuck him. So, you know, with the, so he said when the cops found the truck, Scott was in the driver's seat and they just basically took him into custody. Uh, the He had no criminal charges uh, beyond that. And the judge said uh, he would allow Scott to go home and only have an electronic monitoring device on him because he didn't use a weapon. <laughs> what a jackass, man. The entitlement of some people, huh? I know. Like, why would you think that someone doesn't have the right to defend themselves for their, with their property? Why would you call the cops? You know, you're basically telling on yourself. That's even, that's even, <laughs> yeah, that doesn't even make any sense. Why, that's like just stupid. He must have had, he must have had all the beer that I know. <laughs> the Australian beer. <laughs> So I got this next story here. A Blair County woman faces charges after police say she showed up to the probation office with about 30 bags of heroin in her purse. Damn. Yeah. It was Wednesday at around 2.30 p.m. when Altoona police were called to the Blair County Adult Probation and Parole Satellite Office at 705 East Avenue. 
because a search of 29-year-old Valine Reed turned up three bundles of suspected heroin, according to charges. She was arrested. I guess she had been arrested before August 21st, 2020, after a car she was riding in was pulled over by state police on Route 22. At that time, about 1,100 packets of suspected heroin were seized. Hundred of jeez, that's a I know, man. Hundred of which were in her purse. So then, so this time she was reported into the probation officer as part of her supervised bail conditions. So this bitch got caught with heroin. They only put her on, you know, probation, and then on probation she gets caught with more heroin. Fuck. Damn. She loves that heroin, I guess. Yeah, she loves it, or she's selling it, man. It's just like, fuck. <laughs> well, that much, I'm pretty sure she's selling. It. Yeah, that's on. Yeah, exactly. It's probably. Why would you take that to your probation officer, man? Just leave it at home for <laughs> put in the car. I know. She probably like, well, I gotta, I gotta sell this after like, yeah. visit my probation. Yeah, I'm meeting officer. people. I'm meeting people, so I got. <laughs> <laughs> I got business to run. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I'm business with my business. Stupid cop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I got another story. Here. I got another story here with the uh, a North Korean or the Korean. A North Carolina woman uh, was hospitalized with a serious life-threatening injuries after she was dragged nearly 1,200 feet when she attempted to exit a vehicle and dance. So according to <laughs> so according dance. according to the police, yeah, as the light turned green, the rear left passenger exited and began dancing next to the vehicle. This passenger became tangled in the seatbelt as the vehicle began to drive oh, away. Stupid bitch. The, the passenger was dragged approximately 1,200 feet before the driver was made aware of the situation. <laughs> <laughs> so there's five people in the vehicle, including the woman. Police did not indicate why the woman came out and started dancing. I'm, I'm thinking it's like maybe some sort of TikTok oh, thing. Oh, maybe, yeah. YouTube. I don't, I, but they didn't really say. But, I mean, at least the driver was going within the speed limit, which was 35 miles a Shit. <laughs> oh, man. But, oh. but, yeah. So, like, if you're in a car, don't get the fuck out of it and start dancing no. with your seatbelt strapped to you. No, that's trouble. That's trouble. Oh, <laughs> man. I, I don't remember. I don't know, man. I'm, I guess I'm not hip enough to do these TikTok videos. Do you have TikTok? <laughs> I don't like I. Somebody told me to like to, to get. I got it for a little mm-hmm. bit, and some of them were just kind of. I don't know. Maybe I'm just too old. Because mm-hmm. I tried. I try to watch it, and it's kind of like Vine. I remember when Vine was really. See, big. I liked Vine. Vine was six seconds. See, that's, yeah, that's basically declining with the R. Just little quick videos. Yeah. But it's like, uh, I don't know. I, I the only thing I liked was there was a couple like you get it into the algorithm where you just get like these hot chicks dancing. Yeah. And that's all I was watching. <laughs> so? <laughs> so? So I was like, oh, this is all right. But, you know, after a while, it's like, you can all, they all do the, they all do the same dance. You know, they'll have the, they have like this one song and they all dance gotcha, to that one song. Gotcha. And so, you know, it's like, uh, it's not that great. So I just kind of took it off my, my phone because it was just. Yeah. It's a waste of time. I was just wasting time watching, watching girls dancing. Yeah. Which. Why when you? Can, I thought it was good at the time, but I guess it wasn't. Yeah, I mean, why when you can just watch <laughs> porn, right? You don't have to. Yeah, exactly. You don't have to watch it. Goes with clothes on. <laughs> so we're gonna take a break. We're gonna do. I can't believe it's not Google. When we get back, we'll see you guys in a little bit.
All right, it's I Can't Believe It's Not Google, where people from the internet ask us for advice of life, love, and sex, and everything in between. So Sam and I listen to their problems and bless them with our infinite wisdom. It's not a good advice. It's not bad advice. It's just our shitty advice. So this week, we have Sandra from Washington, and she says, I am confused about a conversation I had with my boyfriend of two months. I'm not sure if it's a minor thing or highlights a deeper issue. One morning, he raised up a concern about something I said the other day. I was talking about a foundation my research group uh, gets funded from, and I mentioned the foundation was created by a wealthy white woman. Then moved on and proceeded to talk about the purpose of the foundation. Uh, a week later, he wanted to have he wanted to have a conversation about something I, that really bothered him, and he brings up the comment about the wealthy white woman, mm-hmm. and he said it really bothered him because he's white, okay. so he didn't. He didn't like how I said the foundation was created by a wealthy white woman. Uh, He asked, what does mentioning her race have anything to do with it? By which I responded, well, obviously, I know you're white, and I don't understand why this bothers you so much. The thing is, I am also white. (laughs) I'm from Spain. (laughs) And And he said that I am not white. I was very confused since I'm literally pale, and he said that I am not white but that I am Hispanic, which has nothing to do on whether I'm white or not, only the language I speak. Okay. Is what I said really offensive? I guess it's true. I, I didn't, it didn't add anything to the picture, but there's something about this conversa- conversation that's rubbing, the, rubbing me the wrong way. So what do you guys think? <clears throat> so her boyfriend's mad about her mentioning that the, it was a white woman that put it on? Yeah. I really don't know. I mean, I, found, I thought that was weird. I, I don't know what the big deal is on that. Like, I don't know if there's something I'm missing here. Like, I mean, obviously you don't have to say her skin color, but usually yeah. for us, when we're talking about people, well, I mean, I know I do like sometimes, you know, like, yeah, this white guy over here or this white guy over there, you know, this white girl, I tend yeah. to do that. <clears throat> so I do too. Like, I, it's just because like I tried to describe the person. Exactly. You know? And it's not. It's not like it doesn't. To me, it doesn't matter. Like I just say that because so the person can picture them in the, in their mm-hmm. head. Yeah, exactly. It kind of like gives a little more, you know, context to the story. I guess maybe that's how I feel. You know, it, it helps you know them understand the picture I'm painting. So I don't know. I don't know what the big deal yeah. is. Like, is this guy like some closet racist or something? Like, how dare you well, fucking use the word white? It seems like I don't think he's like a. I don't think of him as a racist. But I think he's more like a. Like he just gets offended by shit. That yeah, but <laughs> how I I don't know why that's offensive. To tell you the truth, like it doesn't. If somebody would, if like he would have said, yeah, that this Mexican girl did this, like, like would would does you know I, I don't if somebody said that to me because people have said that to me, like oh yeah, there was this Mexican guy that did this. I'm like okay, like sometimes yeah. like okay, like even if it doesn't have anything to do with the story, it doesn't like piss me off, right? It, it, no, I just use it. Okay, that I, I to when they tell me that I'm just like okay, so it was a Mexican yeah. guy. So th- I have a picture in my head. Yeah, exactly. You know, I know what you're talking what about. The looks like. Maybe it'll have some context yeah. to the story. Maybe not. You know, the only the only part it does turn fucked up is when they say, "Yeah, you know how all Mexicans are." You know, that's different, right? That, <laughs> I've, yeah, that'd be a whole different. Story, exactly. Yeah. yeah, but it doesn't sound like she did that. So this guy sounds real fragile. <laughs> that's the other thing. And then the fact that he was like telling her that she's not white. So is she because she's from Spain? I don't know how those Spaniards are, man. Kind of. 
<laughs> you know them people. Well, because it's, it's European. It's a European. I know it's European, it's European country. Right? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think she was just you know just I don't I don't see any harm to it. You know, again, if if he was talking about a Spaniard girl or person, he might say that. You know, just just uh-huh. to I, I don't know. I just don't see a big deal to that. Am I am I just so insensitive? I am I just an asshole that much? I mean, I know I am, but does it? <laughs> I don't know. I, this this doesn't seem like like it's a real question. <laughs> I I would be more concerned with like how he is, and if you if he's that sensitive of a person, do you really want to you know be around someone you can't say anything or you know this is gonna get butthurt or stuff? By, yeah, I I couldn't be with anybody who gets butthurt. That yeah, that easy. would be annoying. Like. Because, <clears throat> because then you have to watch what you say, or you know, like, you know, because you don't even know what's gonna set them yeah, off. Yeah, you you'd be like on eggshells a lot of times, walking on eggshells. Yeah, and that would that would it's suck. Not a way to live. I don't know. I think Sandra. I mean, unless you love this guy, you're gonna have to put up with a lot of shit, or just move on. Because it just doesn't. I don't know. It just seems weird. Like, why would you get mad about that? And why would you get mad days later? Like, I, I've known people like that. You know, I've worked with people like that doing like, yeah, well, last week you said this. You said you wanted, you didn't, you don't like pickles. I was like, yeah, so? Yeah. Like, well, I, I do. I'm like, shut the, f- who fucking cares? Like, <laughs> well, I do. Yeah, I, yeah. I fucking love Yeah, pickles, I know. Bro. Yeah, yeah. I had somebody like that. Like, yeah, they, they got mad because I told them I didn't like pickles and, and it like really bothered them for like a week. I'm like, get the fuck like out of here. Like, per- they take it personal. Yeah, yeah. They took they it, it personal. Big deal. Like, I didn't say anything about your sister, your mom, or nothing. It was like, yeah, get the fuck over it, you know, big baby. And and people like that are just like too annoying. Like I just yeah, I I can't be around people like that. Like I I'm the kind of person I just say, I I say what I what's in my head, mm-hmm. and I I really don't care. I if I offend people, it doesn't you know, I it's hard for it to offend me or to 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 make me angry not angry but like to I don't get offended by a lot of mm-hmm. shit. So when I'm around somebody who does, it's just I, I can't be around them. It's just exactly. shit out of me because I don't like to have to watch what I have to say, and I don't like someone who can't have a you know you can't have a conversation with, because because if you say something that you know that offends them, then all of a sudden like, oh I just don't want to hear yeah. it. You know, <clears throat> so you your that. point your point is mute, even though you might be right or you you know mm-hmm. you might be saying the saying the truth, but they don't want to hear the truth because because of the way it's coming out of your mouth. Or they just they just don't want the truth. You know, like that's what I always. That's why I was, people get offended by stuff. It's because they they know they know it's true. You you hit yeah you hit a nerve exactly. But with this, I don't know what the nerve is. I don't understand it. And again, yeah. you know, we grew up when people were you know we we could take shit. You know, we had to we had to hear a lot of stuff. You know, a lot of racism or or just whatever, right? You know, people. You know, we yeah. you know people. Your, our parents told us what they thought of us. <laughs> you know, and like <laughs> you were like, oh fuck, I am a fuck up. You know, I am shitty. Yeah. You know, you know. Nowadays, I, it sounds like it's a lot less. You know, like you can't do that, right? You can't spank your kids. <laughs> I, know, well, I know. I was at that reminds because I was at Costco coming home, and I, I stopped at Costco, and I saw it was a Mexican lady, right? And she's she's with her two kids, and the walking past me, and the two one of the kids is like jumping on the, it, there's like a sidewalk, and then there's like the parking the parking area, and you know those little those little things uh, those spacer things so you don't bump in or go past mm-hmm. those little divider things yeah 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 those little conc- okay he's he was she was jumping on him and walking right and jumping on him and then jumping off and she fell down 
And then the, the mom's all like in Spanish, all yelling at the kid. And so I told you not to be. That's not for walking. Why did you do yeah. that? You, you <laughs> Instead know, of helping me. Yeah, they're not going to help me. Like, like, dumb, stupid idiot, kid. right? I told you. And I was like looking at that lady. What was that? No, no, I mean, that's basically how our parents were. I told you not to do that shit. Yeah. <laughs> now you done fucked up. See what happens? You see what yeah, happens? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what... And that oh man, I heard that and I started laughing because I was like, "That's the way my yeah, mom used exactly." Because I don't hear I know they. I don't hear that shit anymore. I rarely hear that shit anymore when kids do stuff where they're they're like, "See, that's why I told you not to do that." You you fucking idiot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no. yeah. Now it's like but now oh you don't God. hear that. You're like, oh, they get a oh, little Jimmy. I'm I sorry, anybody, you know? anybody, you know, give us attention. You know, fucking <laughs> like, somebody come help us. It's like that's that's hard. I mean, that's hard to deal with. I think for I mean, especially our generation, you know, because like you said. They told us, hey, we fucking told you not to do that shit. Now you done fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> you did it. You fucked up. Now yeah. You, you, now sit, you sit in pain. <laughs> you sit in pain. Damn it. <laughs> and I don't want to hear you cry either. If you cry, I'm going to hit you. That's that was, that was like, I can't cry. I'll give you I'll give you something to cry about. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, oh, fuck. Like, now I now I have to fucking be in pain and be in silence. You know, I can't, can't, can't even whimper. Yeah. <laughs> Remember that shit? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was... Oh, so... Yeah, so Sandra, uh, I think your your boyfriend needs to grow some balls. Yeah, and stop being so uh, so, so uh, sensitive fragile. about stuff. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't think it's a like. I would. I wouldn't leave the person for that. I would just be like, it's like, hey, if you can't deal with it, get the fuck out. But yeah, I mean, yeah, don't leave it. But if he's gonna get fucking butt hurt over things like that yeah. all the time, that's gonna be really yeah. annoying. That's on him. Yeah, you know, just because you're offend- you're offended by something doesn't mean you're right, or it doesn't mean that you have privilege. It just no. means you're offended. It means you're a pussy. <laughs> All right, so it's about time to wrap it up. Uh, stay tuned for the after show, the dark web, where we talk about eerie, sinister murders. Yep. All right, we'll see you guys on the other side. Bye. If you enjoy the show. Please go to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you're listening and give us a good rating. If you want to share a story or have ideas for a future episode, you're welcome to visit us at www.wewontheinternet.podbean.com. We look forward to hearing from you. Welcome to the Dark Web, the WWTI Studios After Show. All right, thanks for everyone coming back and sticking with the Dark Web. So this week we're going to talk about some, you know, really creepy, you know, sinister murderers. These are famous people, so I'm not going to deep dive, give history of all these people. These are like Ted Bundy type people. We all know who Ted Bundy was, serial killer. <clears throat> but some of these people did some pretty fucked up shit, and that's what we're gonna talk about. Cause who yeah, I know I do. So Charles William Davis, yeah, Charles William Davis was a serial killer who stalked his victims during the seventies in Maryland. So this guy was a son of a police lieutenant, and he and he also drove an ambulance. He was an ambulance driver. So these were two two reasons for people to just think of him as some cool, you know, not not any type of suspect of mm. anything, right? So he used being the son of a, of a lieutenant and being an ambulance driver to his advantage. Personal advantage because he would stalk his female victims until they parked outside of a business. And then he would use his father's police contacts to run the license plate and get the personal information about the person. 
So he would like usually get like a pager number mm. or something like that, you know, or, or you know, just just any of their personal stuff. So like he would message, you know, the pager number, and then when the person would, would the woman would call back, he would tell them they left the lights on. So when they returned to the car, he would abduct them, you know, and then he'd rape oh, them shit. and murder them. So yeah, but um, but to him, raping or killing wasn't enough. This guy had to do more than that. So he would dump their bodies along open roads. And they were the roads of the routes of his ambulances. So then when emergency, you know, the bodies would be found and they'd call 911, you know, some type of emergency medical services, he would be the one of the first responders mm. on the scene. So then he would, you know, and even himself, he would make the, sometimes you make anonymous emergency calls, right? He just wanted to be there. He wanted to see everybody oh, kinda like, oh my God, you get, know, kind of get like excited about out. all the action that's going on. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He wanted to see everyone's reaction. So... Like FBI profiler John Douglas found, you know, Davis had problems relating to women at the at and at the time of his his first murder, he was struggling with women, and he had a lot of financial difficulties, and he was drinking heavily. So he was even he was eventually arrested. When one one of his victims managed to survive his brutal attack. So the part about him struggling with women, well, you know, like not relating to him, I think that's a big problem. Like mm. even to this day, even more so now. Because at least back then, you know, people, they might have just been awkward, but people, we've talked about this, when they're becoming introverts, I feel like it's making yeah. them worse, right? Because it, because then when they have to go out and like get a job or, or you know, talk to people they want a girlfriend and they can't relate to them, they can't, the girls think they're creepy, then they get mad, you know what I'm saying? Mm. And that seems like, it seems like that's what kind of happened with this guy, except this was, you know, years ago. So I, th I thought that was kind of fucked up. Again, I, you know, he liked seeing what people's mm. reactions were. You know, he liked being one of the first people there. And he, he hid behind his, his you know, the, his father's, you know, you know, police rank and his job, which is, I mean, I, I'd have to say that's kind of smart of him. But, I mean, I don't condone any of that shit. So don't think <laughs> I like, I wish I could do that. <laughs> yeah, well, he's my hero. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> This next guy, <laughs> this next guy is a Green River Killer. Yeah, remember, you remember him, right? Mm. Gary Ridgeway. So this guy, in case anyone didn't know, just a little quick recap: he led police on a wild goose chase throughout the '80s and '90s, and he manipulated evidence. Like some of the things he did was he would like move the bodies over state lines, or he'd clip the fingernails of the victims when they had scratched them. Right? Remember that's a lot of times you see in shows, like you know they have this, the DNA after they scratch the person. Yeah. So he would clip the fingernails. Or he'd leave, like, uh, cigarette butts at the scene of a crime. He was a non-smoker, but, you know, he'd throw off the cops, right? Make it think like he was, you know, a mm. smoker. So a year after his first murder, Ridgeway was, he was a, a suspect back then. But he successfully passed a polygraph test. And so the investigators cleared him of any wrongdoings, right? Especially back in the 80s. They thought, oh, he cleared the polygraph. He's, he's good. So over the next 16 years, he was able to continue murdering female victims, who were mostly sex workers near Seattle and Tacoma. So his total victim, his known total victim count was 49. So what Ridgeway would do is he tricked his victims into his truck by showing them pictures of his son. So the women were confident that oh, he was a family man. They so they pictures, thought, okay, yeah. this guy's not harmful. You know, he's not harmful. Yeah, he's, he's, he's just probably out. You know, he just needs a little bit of sex. Maybe his wife's not giving him any. So, you know, they would trust him. And he was so, like, smooth mm. and, 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 you know put on a good facade that some of them would even go back to his home so what he would do is he would during sex he would strangle them and then he would just dump their bodies at the mm. green river in seattle 
Yeah, and so sometimes you would come back after he dumped the bodies and then have sex Ugh. with him too. Even after he... Yeah, I know, man. I know. So eventually he got caught after his DNA was found on four of the women, which eventually led the investigators to find out, you know, more of his acts of murders. So it's believed that he murdered at least 71 teenage girls and women during the 70s and 80s, during the 80s and 90s. That's a lot of fucking... I, I think the... I mean, all of that's fucked up, but the you know the icing on the cake was having sex after you killed them, going back and having sex. Like, I don't I don't know what the point is of that. It's gross. (laughs) Yeah. So this next one here, talking about you know tricking people into being you know like you're safe. Catherine and David Burney were a couple from Perth, Australia. So they stalked females who were alone, and they'd get them into their car for a ride right but the plan was really highly successful because Catherine was the one offering the rides right a woman offering a woman rides seems more you know legit right mm-hmm. you, you you think less you think less you know anything sinister would happen if a woman's offering a woman right it just that's yeah. just kind of how it is so she would re- like I said she would reassure the victim to get into the car and they would, and then when they did they would torture and Ooh. kill their victims so, yeah so they killed four women ages 15 to 31 over a four week period and which was even more fucked up is they even took photos and videos of the tortures, right? As they're doing it, just recording mm. that shit. But the last victim was 17-year-old Katie Moore who accepted a ride from them. So she realized she was in trouble when she got in the car and the handle was removed. So she was like, oh, shit, like I'm trapped. So after a night of torture at the couple's house, Moore was able to make a brave escape the next day. So th- this was kind of smart of her. This was, I think, really smart. She hid her lipstick and a piece of paper with her phone number on it as proof that she mm-hmm. had been in the house. That's what the first thing she did. And then when like somebody knocked on the door of the house, you know, and they went to go answer, she broke out to the bedroom window and fled to the nearby, you know, the neighbor's house to call the police. So of course, you know, when the police came, you know, they found her lipstick and the phone number so that, you know, they knew she wasn't lying. But they ended up I don't know, man. I don't know why um, you know, man and woman killing is just I don't know what's worse, you know. You think somebody would have, you know, the the fucking you know smarts to not to do that? But mm, well, people are crazy. I know. I know. I know. So do you remember the movie a long time ago with Ice T? Remember yeah. that surviving the game? Yeah, that was a good movie. Where, remember yeah. that when he got hunted? <laughs> that was a yeah. good movie. Remember that? We we're like, holy shit, this is amazing. You know, we saw that back in the early '90s or something. I was like, fuck. So this next guy, Robert Hansen, reminded me. Of, of that movie so what he would do is he would abduct and he abducted and murdered 17 women in Anchorage Alaska during a 12 during, and um, during a killing spree in the 70s and 80s so he would invite sex workers and strippers on a road trip you know that first he'd say okay you know why don't you let's take a trip aboard my mm-hmm. you know I have a plane and he promised him his you know a weekend getaway at his remote cabin about 35, 35 miles north okay. of, of Anchorage yeah. so it's kind of out there right in the wilderness so, you know, he would, I guess, you know, again, you have to be suave and all that shit. So, you know, the women would do it. And um, when they'd get there, he would torture them for days. And then after a few days, after he got kind of tired of that, you know, just plain torture, he'd be like, all right, mm. you're free to go. But they, where are they at? They're out in the middle of nowhere. Oh, shit. Fucking so wilderness. Try to make it back in the So that's when the fun began. Ugh. Yes. So they, so they run for miles and they'd get exhausted. And then he would hunt them down with his uh, 223 caliber Ruger Mini. Uh, rifle and a knife 
So he just hunted them down. Like he knew that they were already, you know, he'd yeah. been torturing them for days, and then they were exhausted and everything. So he's like, "Fuck yeah, I'm just gonna hunt them down oh, on foot. This is gonna be a game, just like that movie." Scary as fuck. You're just out there, like starving in the middle <laughs> of the woods in the dark, and someone with a gun coming after you. Fuck that. And you don't know where yeah. you don't know where you're at. You like you don't know which way is the right way, and you don't know how many miles you. Are. You know you're far from anywhere. Yeah. You know. You're, 35 Ooh, miles no, north in the wilderness? <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know, man. So he got caught because um, bodies started piling up in the area. And they began to build a case against him. You know, he was he was a quiet, unassuming guy. You know, he was a mm. local businessman. And when they and when they arrested Hanson, they found shell casings from his rifle scattered around the, the Nick's River, and you know, mm. which was by his house. And they discovered a map with tiny X symbols where he had buried all the so bodies. So, like, so, but he so. buried the bodies. How did, how did they realize that the, the bodies were, like, how did they find the bodies in the first place to know that he did it? What, what, what like, 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 women were, were missing around his, uh-huh. around the area. Like, like, maybe they would tell, like, some of their friends, like, hey, I'm going oh, off with I this see, guy. I see. And it got, you know, and, and so. You know, because you know, a lot of times, you know, uh, you know, you want to make up a thing. Hey, if I don't come yeah, back, this is where yeah. I went, right? Back then, you didn't have a cell phone, so they started like piecing together. Like a lot of these women were were getting oh, approached okay. by this guy, you know, and stuff. So then, so then when they really investigated, was, they okay. found it. Oh shit, Fuck, that's know. crazy. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, word. man, but <laughs> it's fucking game to him. <laughs> that's fucked up, isn't it? You know, that's that's just the idea of it. Just scares the shit out of me. I know, and like I said, I remember the movie. We saw that, and we're like, "Man, that's a good movie," but you know, we were young back then, and we and you think about it now, like with this case, it's like, "Damn, that's fucked up." <laughs> like that's like these girls are just basically yeah. scared out of their lives. Yeah. That's that's too bad, you know. They they died just totally afraid, and that's that's shitty. So this last guy, last one I'm going to talk about is John Wayne Gacy. You remember him, the guy who sometimes did it. He's you know yeah, showed up like as a clown, yeah. you know, at some parties and stuff. Yeah. So Gacy murdered 33 men and boys in his in and around Cook County, Illinois, in the 70s. So he was pretty popular, like I said, in local community. And like and like I just kind of said, he entertained you know children's birthday parties as Pogo the Clan. So Gacy, what he would do is he would trick his victims into wearing handcuffs by offering to show them a magic trick. So he would place the handcuffs on themselves, turn his back, and remove the handcuffs. Right, and then the people would be like, "Holy yeah. shit, how'd you do that?" He's like, "Well, <laughs> let me show you. Let me put them on yeah. you." So, so, and then when he put him on him, he says, there's no easy escape. The only escape from the handcuffs is to have the key. So, so because they couldn't fight back, they were, they were at his mercy. So, again, he, uh, he would just strangle them. He would strangle, like I said, he'd, you know, murder all yeah. these, these young boys and men. He would, ra- he, and he would rape them and just kill them by asphyxiation. So, it's like. You know, he finally got caught because the disappearance of teenager Robert Peist led to his arrest December 21st, 1978. But, and again, that was another one where people, in that story, he had, he had like, he knew that that kid was working at some grocery store and he, he went to like talk to the guy's manager. He was like, yeah, I have a job that, you know, pays $5 an hour, which was double what, the, what you know, Robert Peist uh-huh. was making at the time. So Peist overheard it and Peist was like, hey, I want to work there. So he went to, the guy and Gacy's like, well, yeah, come to my house, you know, after work, you know. And so then he told his mom, hey, I'm going to go to this guy's house, go talk about job. I'll be yeah. back, you know, we'll have dinner. And he never came back, right? So, again, he told somebody, and that's that's what led to all that. But shit, man, it's just, 
it's, it's fucked up, you know. Some of the, a lot of these things that these people did. I'm not sure which was the worst. I mean, being handcuffs yeah. and then and then just fucking strangled yeah, to death shitty. sucks. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to pick <laughs> any of them. Suck, I'd be like, fuck that. I know. Uh, it just goes to show uh, you, like, God. don't talk to strangers and don't. Mm-hmm. And if you're gonna go somewhere, make sure everybody knows where the fuck you're going. Or, yeah, take people with yeah, you. Take people with fuck. you. Because uh, the world is scary and. You should never go outside. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> Get a bunker like yeah, us. Don't stay ever in a bunker out. and don't ever talk to anybody unless you have to. And if mm-hmm. somebody tells you that you, your mouth looks comfort, comfortable, don't go anywhere yeah, with them. You, you walk away. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's enough internet for tonight. Uh, thanks, everybody, for joining us uh, for another night at the bunker. If the world doesn't end by then, we'll see you next week. Bye, everyone. <laughs>